Welcome to this evening's reading. I'm Fernando, your host. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be your name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. Stay. Don't go nowhere. Let me read a couple of articles to you. This one is from Streams in the Desert. It's a daily devotional. Very popular in the 1800s or in turn of the century. Be still and know that I am God for November 24th. The verse is Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God. Let's talk about that verse. Let's think about that verse. You know, our, when I make my most mistakes is that when I don't think about God, I'm not still, I'm not acknowledging God. You know, um, successes is little breaks of uh, celebration. Once well, One success well done, a little celebration. One success done, a little celebration. With God, mind you. Here's, here's the letter. Is there any note in all the music of the world as mighty as the grand pause? Is there any word in a song more eloquent than the word salah, meaning pause? Is there anything more thrilling and awe-inspiring than the calm before the crashing of the storm? Or the strange quiet that seems to fall upon nature before some supernatural phenomenon or disastrous upheaval? And is there anything that can touch our hearts like the power of stillness? For the hearts that will cease focusing on themselves, there is the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, Philippians 4, 7. Quietness and trust, Isaiah 30, 15, which is the source of all strength, a great peace that will never make them stumble, Psalms 119, 165 and a deep rest which the world can never give nor take away. Deep within the center of the soul is a chamber of peace where God lives and where, if we will enter it and quiet all the other sounds, we can hear His gentle whisper, 1 Kings 9.12. Even in the fastest wheel that is turning, if you look at the center where the axe was found, there is no movement at all. And even in the busiest life, there is a place where we may dwell alone with God in, in eternal stillness. There's only one way to know God. Be still and know. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let the earth be silent before him. Habakkuk 2.20 all loving Father, sometimes we have walked under starless skies that drip darkness like drenching rain. We despair from the lack of light from the sun, moon, and stars. The gloomy darkness loom above us as if it would last forever. 
Amen. All right. Let me go ahead and read November 25th. Take the arrows, strike the ground. He struck it three times and stopped. The man of God was angry with him and said, You should have struck the ground five or six times. 2 Kings 13, 18, 19. You know, for us, for us Christians, that we have the Holy Spirit and we're born again, when the Lord gives us a word, I believe we should shout it out at least five times minimum with all our hearts, with all our minds, and with all our voice. If God gives you a word, we need to praise the heavens, resound it, and make the floor tremble. If we are going to make it pass from the heavens to actualize those words on our behalf, the Lord has given us even dreams and visions and pictures. Now, how do we manifest that into words? Um, the, the truth and the reality of God giving us a vision and then manifesting in the now is truly a remarkable thing. Amen. So the man of God was mad because he said, you should have you should have yelled it. You should have hit the ground five or six times. And for us, let's hit the heavens five or six times. If the Lord tells you, I am with you, I will never leave you. That's what we say to the Lord. We say, Lord, you are with me and you said you will never leave me. Praise your holy name, Lord, that you are with me and you will never leave me. Bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. May the Lord do his word this day. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. Amen. You get the drift? How striking and powerful is the message of these words. Joash, king of Israel, thought that he had done quite well when he struck the ground three times and stopped. For him, it seemed to be an extraordinary act of his faith. But the Lord and the prophet Elijah were deeply disappointed because he had stopped halfway. Yes, he did receive something. In fact, he received a great deal, exactly what he had believed God for. In the final analysis, yet Joash did not receive everything that Elijah meant for him to have or that the Lord wanted to bestow it on him. He missed much of the meaning of the promise and the fullness of the blessing. He did receive more than any human could have offered, but he did not receive God's best. Dear believer, how sobering is the truth of this victory, how important it is for us to learn to pray through our circumstance and to fully examine our hearts with God's message to us. Otherwise, we will claim, we will never claim all the fullness of his promise or all the possibilities that believers' pray, prayers offers that the believing prayer offers. Amen. Him To him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Amen. In, in no other place does the Apostle Paul use these seemingly redundant words, immeasurably more than all. 
Each word is packed with God's infinite love and power to do for his praying believers, yet there is the following limitations according to his power that is at work within us. He will only do as much for us as we allow him to do in us. The same power that saved us, washed us with his blood, filled us with the power of his Holy Spirit, and protects us through numerous temptations, will work for us to meet every emergency, every crisis, every circumstance, and every adversary. Adversary. The Alliance. Lord, Praise the Lord. Lord, you said you will always be with us. You'll never leave us nor forsake us. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord, that you said that you love us and you will never leave us nor forsake us. You have made us children of your love. Thank you, Father. In 2 Corinthians 2.14, But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him in every place. Sometimes God doesn't give us the answer we want because we are asking the wrong question. When we get in trouble, for example, and something bad happens in our lives, we probably won't hear much from Him if we say, God, why did you let this happen to me? If we're even tempted to ask that question, we ought to put our hands on our mouth and stop ourselves. Why? Because that question is based on a lie of the devil. It's based on the assumption that God is responsible for the evil in our lives. But he isn't responsible for it. God isn't the one who lets bad things happen to us. He's the one who loves us. He is the one who blesses and cares for us. If we fall prey to calamity or harm, it's either because we open the door to it ourselves through disobedience, ignorance, or unbelief, or it's because the devil is attacking us and we aren't resisting him like we should. If you want to ask God the right questions, once he will answer, try these. Lord, what can I do to triumph over this trouble? How do I stop being a victim and start acting like the victor you made me to be? When you think about it, that's really what you need to know anyway. After all, it doesn't really matter what you got you into trouble, what got you into trouble, what's important, how you get out. If we're honest, most of the time we know how to get we got there. We can easily look back and see the mistakes we made. We thank you so much, Lord God, for bringing us our teaching. <clears throat> we know where we left off. We know where we were at. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we can't do anything about our past, our choices, and our habits, Lord, unless you're involved. We thank you for all that has gone down in the, in the past and all that is going down now and the, the things that are happening in the future. We turn all over to you, into your hands, Lord, that you may fix it. Fix it, Lord God. Fix ourselves. It will never be a problem again. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you, everyone, for coming on today's podcast. Give them heaven. Have a great day.